Welcome back to Radio Row. <coughs> oh, I'm almost choking to death. <laughs> too much, too much Sadie. Too much Sadie salsa. <coughs> I'm not alone. Trey Wingo sitting down with Woo! us. Trey, welcome to the program. What? What? What's up, guys? Uh, it's wild to me, Van, and I'm sorry that I do this. We come to Radio Row every year, and I just can't stop bringing on guys from St. Louis. It's, it's <laughs> what, does Albuquerque care less about my addiction to my hometown? Trey Wingo, welcome, brother. How are uh, you? I do not care about Albuquerque caring about St. Louis because I will always talk St. It's Louis. It's my favorite my thing friend. in the whole world. Let's go. And no offense against Albuquerque. Hey, no. Breaking Bad was awesome. I want to be clear. Oh. Like and that. Sadie's Salsa that you just yeah, had. Very good. Good, very good. My parents lived in Santa Fe for a while, so we used to fly in Albuquerque all the time. I don't well, hate. What, is, what is it about St. Louis that's an incubator for me for, for my, people on microphones? Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of that was due to KMOX, one of the greatest radio stations of all time, the Mighty Mox. I mean, you look at the people that went through there, Jack Buck, Joe Buck, Dan Deardorff, Bob Costas. I mean, that's a, that's a murderer's row. Uh, by Dan. the way, for those that don't know, it's a term for the Yankees. It's not a crime yeah. term. Okay. <laughs> Look it up, kids. If you, say, so you, know. if you write Murderer's Row in St. Louis into the same Google search, it's yeah. going to not be what you think no, it is. It is just think Yankees. Yeah. Just think Yankees. Dan Carpenter. There's just so yeah. much talent that, that came out of that city, and, and I am uh, adjacent to it. I am not it. I yeah. am very much on the outside looking in. As, as talented as your sports entertainers are, your food is equally awful. I swear to God, It is dude. so overrated. Trey. Because you got, because you think you're famous because you warm up Totino's pizza rolls. They're like, called. Which one? Well, what are we doing here? We toasted doing, wraps. Oh, right. toasted wraps are awesome. Yeah, but Van no. thinks. Yeah. Uh, Van, see that that's the problem. The sentence started with Van thinks. Yes, uh, that. Sorry, I had to. No, I will. I will. I will be with you. Emo's pizza. No, thank you. It's the best of all time. You're no, right. It's the worst. It's the worst. If, but, but toasted ravs are awesome. To put a gooey butter cake in front of Van and have him think that he can resist it for even one moment is yeah. a lie. Frozen custard, baby. Ted oh, Drews. Ted Drews. Ted Drews. Oh, Drews. Come on, let's go. You're, you're here on behalf of, <laughs> of Stutt. Let's Talk Sports, the first major social media platform for sports content and real-time fan engagement. Bingo. So, so what's this mean? You, you hit reply all? Is that yeah, what this exactly. means? Basically, think of it as Twitter. It's never X. It's Twitter. Yeah. Sorry, Elon. It's Twitter listing. I'm sure he is. Go build another electric car and then F your uh, sponsors hey, like you did in that meeting. Is, that Las Ve- is Las Vegas per capita the most Teslas you've ever seen in one place? Uh, probably. This is crazy, or, right? Or somewhere somewhere in, in, uh, in uh, you know, Northern California. Yep. No, okay. Um, Stun app is basically a safe haven. All the things that sort of clog your – doom scrolling is a thing, right? It's real. Yeah. So there's no doom on – the Stun app. It's just people that want to talk sports, create your own platforms, create your own shows. We do trivia every Tuesday and Thursday night. Mark Schlereth and I do a show there every Monday night, 6 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Albuquerque. That tracks. Time. That there tracks. Yeah, that's when we're on. So you will catch that on the podcast after us. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's basically a safe space to build your own brand, have your sports takes, and just think of it as a weighted blanket in the awful world of social media where you can just feel comfortable and safe and just talk sports and not be invaded by a million other things. Well, how's Van going to get it? We'll know what enhancements to buy for his body if he's not inundated with ads every other scroll. I'm sure I'm 40. I'm going to need him real fast. I'm sure there are other places for you can find that the, the Stunt app is a place for <laughs> sports fans to have a wonderful experience and just commune with each other. I mean, this is the perfect example of the technology advancement Correct. and the medium that we have. Correct. I, when did you like really embrace 
what's going on with the phones and the internet and the apps. And well, you know, this is now as I'm holding my phone, it, this is now a broadcast center. Yeah, sure. what it is, you know. I mean, I always said the single greatest invention of all time is the internet, and the single worst invention of all time also the internet. Mm. Uh, you know, so it, it's just it's the way things move. And you know, there was that big news the other day where Fox, TNT, and ESPN are all combining their streaming services into one. Well, it's funny. Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, had a line said, "You know, they should bundle all these streaming services together and call it cable." You know, we've we've already gone through that, and we're we're just doing it in a different way now. So, uh, this this thing, the technology, there's more technology and computing power on your phone than there was that put man on the moon. Like that's how fast things sure. have changed. Well, and, and you know, you and I have known each other for some time, and, yeah, yeah. and you you really well at the long form interview, really well at the storytelling, yeah. really well at the engaging capturing. I feel often that our audience wants our one-minute hitters. They Correct. want they want our quick right. jokes. They or want, less. Yes. Or less. Van and I can an, yes and a segment for 12 minutes, yeah. and we'll lose you after the first minute. Correct. Like, how have you kind of curtailed your broadcast style to, to hit that medium correctly? Yeah. I mean, you it's it's such an immediate reaction. Well, you know, the old Ted Lasso line, be a goldfish. Don't yeah, have a don't sure. have a long-term memory. You have to talk to Van here. I'm sadly. Sure. Big fan. Sadly, that's where we are as a society. We are all goldfish. Our attention span is this this long, and I'm saying this with my hands, as if people can see me magically yes. through this through this uh, radio. You put apparatus. your index finger and your thumb very close, exactly, and kept them close. Uh, it's just it's just the way we are, and we, and we move on so fast from things. So you really have to make sure whatever you want to get out there, you get out there quickly and clearly, and and it, you do lose context and stuff like this, like. I, You'll put something out there and people put it as a headline. I'm like, well, that's not really what I said. And then if you really want it, you have to go and explain to them, okay, that was to bring attention to what the thing that we're doing. But if you really want the full context, it takes a little more time. And that context, I think, is also very important. Stunts just not for pros like me and Fred and legends like you, Trey. Uh, It's not true. but uh, I I take Venmo, by the way. Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) A beginners can hop on this too. You can set up your own product and Abs- own- absolutely, it's it's a chance for you to be discovered, and that's the fun part of it too. Um, it's just an opportunity for you to showcase what you do, and that's sort of the reason behind the trivia contest. You know, we get thousands of people that play that trivia contest every every uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, and it's just a chance for you to show off your sports knowledge and, and build that fan base. So it's it's a great safe space. It's a great place to create your own atmosphere. And it's just sports. It's just sports without all the other stuff, the doom scrolling that invades every other platform. Do you still love the NFL, or did you hate it as much as I did whenever the Rams left St. Louis, so it's much easier for you to analyze it now and pick straight-up winners instead of rooting for a team? Go. Uh, yeah, well, I, I do. I hated the fact that, that the Rams left because I remember what it took to get them there. And, you know, that was such, a, that was such an ordeal with the whole expansion thing that went belly up. And then, well, we have this stadium, and we really need to find a team for it. And then so. the cons want to buy it, and the NFL won't let that happen, and we can keep going exactly. and going and going. Exactly. And then James Orthwine tried to bring the Patriots yep. there and all that kind of stuff. It was it was a bad run, but St. Louis learned a very valuable lesson. That they can host the USFL championship for, the, yeah. for their Battle Hawks? Is that yeah. what they learned? At the end of the day, it's always better to keep a team because getting another one there is really hard. Mm-hmm. And every team that loses, every city that loses a team finds that out. Um, you know, for what it costs to build uh, the Edwards D. Jones Dome to get the Rams out of L.A., it would have been ten times cheaper just to keep the Cardinals. You know, it would have been ten times cheaper. And the, 
that's that's the problem. So I still love the NFL. It's always been my favorite sport, but I do understand uh, the your feeling about it. Believe me, I get it. I'm obsessed with it. It's been it's been like 20 years. <laughs> oh yeah, he very much is. I bring it up all the time. He ha- he hates the success of Stan Kroenke elsewhere oh my more than anything in the universe, and I just get so much delight out of it. He's, he's, he's built an empire. I give him credit. On every continent. He does not care. Yeah. So, he's the best of all time. Yeah. Tra- every, every I go walking around with the badge, every Uber driver, every person we see at, yeah. in Mandalay Bay here, ask me about who do I got in the game. Yeah. And I give the cliched answer every time. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. I just want to see a good game. Is there something you're looking forward to, some storyline that's captivating to you? Well, there's a couple of them. Obviously, I'm a, as a fan – I think generational excellence should be celebrated. Oh, okay. And we are looking at generational excellence in the sure. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there's a million ways to slice it. The best way I can describe it is that through the first six seasons of his career, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of Tom Brady in almost every statistical category. Right. The team has more regular season wins. The team has a better, uh, more postseason wins. Uh, he has a much better touchdown-to-interception ratio. He has way more passing yards. He has a much higher passer rating uh, than Tom Brady. The only area where he's behind Tom is to, through Tom's first six seasons, he had three rings. Patrick has two. He has a chance to, to tie him there. Look, no one's ever getting seven. No one's ever going to ten. So if a ring is your ultimate outlier, Tom Brady will always be the GOAT. That's, I don't think anyone's getting there. I don't count rings for individual excellence. I count them for team excellence because teams win games, teams win championships. But nobody is playing the position better at a younger age than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I like that. Um, He's in his fourth Super Bowl at the age of 28. Tom Brady was the previous youngest at 30. He's beaten him by two seasons. Um, Here's the best way I can describe what we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how much time we have, and and you you, you cut me off whenever you need. Yes, sir. Uh, Derek Jeter played in 158 postseason games in his career, which is an insane number. Essentially, he played a full regular baseball season in the postseason. In that postseason, Jeter hit 308, 20 home runs, 61 RBI, 111 stolen bases. So he had an MVP season in the postseason against the best pitchers. Patrick Mahomes has now played a full regular season in the postseason. The Chiefs are 14-3. and three. He has 45 total touchdowns against eight giveaways. He has a completion percentage of 67, and his passer rating in the postseason is 16 points higher than it is in the regular season. He is taking his game and elevating against supposed best teams. And every time you say, well, he hasn't done this, he goes and does that. Right. Save one second half and a brain fart at the end of the first half against the Bengals, uh, in the 2021 AFC Championship game, we could be talking about a team that's in its fifth or sixth straight Super Bowl. Wild. And that's, that's an insane thing. It's an insane thing. So uh, the, the story of Brock Purdy is amazing. What we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes, we, we've never seen the likes of it before. We just haven't. Rare form and rare talent, not only on this broadcast but on the field. Trey Wingo, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Thank you for laughing with us a little bit. Thank you for uh, uh, enjoying Sadie Salsa with us. That was a big deal too. Yeah, and, and Ted Drews for sure. <laughs> Look it up. Come on, Zach. Let's go. You know, if you had Ted Drews right now. Your life would be better. Oh, just everything Your would life be would be better. The sun would be brighter. Yeah. This conversation would be funnier, yeah. primarily me. <laughs> uh, I think I'll go with Gracie Hunt on this one, that Kansas City barbecue's better. I swear to God, dude. We're, we're done forever. <laughs> we're out. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.